There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buena, buena, mis amores. Welcome back to Date My Abuelita First, where Abuelita will decide which of your admirers is suited and who deserves to be booted. Oh, Vico, <laughs> how are you today? I am doing so very great, I'm always with so your happy. presence. So happy to be here with you. I am your host, Vico Ortiz, side by side with our loving abuelita, Liliana Montenegro. And when I say loving, that means tough love too, right? Yes, tough love with the chancla. Yes. And I did bring my chancla just in case it's needed. Oh, I love that. I'm that is a loving it. chancla tap. It's a really... <laughs> okay, I see you. It's a pretty chancla too. It's blue and it has a bow. Just so you guys know. <laughs> it's quite nice. It's quite nice. Last week, we met Courtney, mm-hmm. a fun-loving polyamorous gal who loves mm-hmm. to joke and laugh and is looking for her next moto mommy. Yeah. Or mummies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe a daddy. I'm here as well, should that be a thing. Um, we also met the three contestants trying to withstand the heat in Abuelita's kitchen and snag a date with Courtney. We met Jack, a clinical research coordinator at the LGBTQ Center who has a lesbian ick list. We met Michelle, an entertainment events manager for a studio who identifies as bisexual and is currently in a relationship with a cis man. And last, but certainly not least, Uh we met Shaw Day, who works for a nonprofit on Skit Row and, in her words, doesn't know when to shut up. (laughs) Today, we are bringing these three wonderful contestants back for some games to determine if anyone or two or three of these contestants has won an Abuelita-approved date with Courtney. Let's say hi to Courtney. Hello, Courtney. Hello, Courtney. Hey. Are you ready? Are you excited? Definitely. I'm definitely feeling flirty. I'm never mad at competition, you know, for my affection, so. Yes! (laughs) Listen, as a Libra, I relate with the flirty, so I am so ready to find you uh, several suitors with Abuelita here. I've always loved flirty. Always, always. No matter how old you are, don't ever forget to be flirty. 
uh-uh. Show a little shoulder, a little booby, or a little leggy, <laughs> or just be sexy. Be your sexy self, no matter how old you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now that Abuelita has had a chance to chat with all of our aspiring polykeel cuties, let's bring them all back for a few games before Abuelita picks a favorite or three. <laughs> or four, because I'm just... Well, yeah, <laughs> Vico might be in the running. Thank you. <laughs> There's no maybe about it. <laughs> uh, I'd be down for like a three-way axe throwing. <laughs> you want, can I go? All right, let's go ahead and bring in our contestants. Hello, everybody. Welcome in for the group game section portion of this dating show. And it has been lovely having cafecitos with all of you. So let's go ahead and start with breaking the ice by playing a little round of two truths and a lie. Give us three facts about yourself and Abuelita will try to sniff, sniff out. out the lie. Let's go with Jack first. Go for it. Okay, number one, I am left-handed. Number two, I have a dog that is 80 pounds. And number three, I've been to Folsom Street Fair four years in a row. You don't know what Folsom Street Fair is, but that's a... Just explain real quick. Folsom. Folsom uh, Street Fair is... I know Folsom Street Blues. That was a prison. <laughs> <laughs> you you could potentially be punished in Folsom Ooh, uh, Street but Fair. the right kind of punishment? Uh, the right oh, kind of punishing. I see. Yes, so it's a good time in SF. It's a good time in SF. A lot of leather, a lot of chains, a lot of real good times. Okay, let me try and go because, well, it's not that different to have an 80-pound dog just depending on the breed that it is. So I'm going to go with that one. So is that the truth or the lie? Your lie. Oh, no, my dog is fully 80 pounds. Let me see if I can show him to you. Oh, my he's goodness. Right oh, sweet. my God. He's beautiful. He's For those of you listening, so the dog relaxed. is just like chilling out in the bed, just uh, like legs out completely, uh, just like back. spread eagle. It's beautiful. Yes. What, so, so what's the lie? I said the dog because I thought maybe she had a smaller breed who was 80 pounds and was totally overweight. <laughs> but it's not the case. So what is your lie? My lie is that I'm left-handed. I'm actually right-handed. I wish I was left-handed because I feel like left-handed people are a little more like rebellious and devious just by nature, but definitely I'm a righty. I feel like you having three fire signs in your chart takes that away. It's like, you know what? You don't need to be left-handed. You got like Leo, Aries, You've and Sagittarius. You've got it all. You're good. Yeah. Michelle, take it away. What are your two truths and a lie? All right. Number one, I've sung on stage at Coachella. My favorite food to eat for dinner is meatloaf. And number three, I've held Amal Clooney's hand. What is Amal Clooney? Mrs. Clooney, if you will. Why didn't you oh, hold, how about holding him? <laughs> I thought it was a cat. <laughs> I, I like, like to hold him. I would be willing. You hold her, I'll hold him. Yeah. I just swear I was like, I thought it was a, like, isn't it my coon, my coon? I was like, it's a cat. <laughs> You held a cat. I just thought, like, I was like, wow, what is that? No, it was a human being. Abuelita, <laughs> what do you think? <sighs> Those are three wonderful things. I love meatloaf, personally. Uh, Clooney, yeah, that would be good. I sang on stage at Coachella. Okay, I'm going to go with that one. That's what you think is the lie? Yes. That is a truth. Woo! Good for you! Dang, Michelle! <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that. 
It was on the Heineken stage. I was probably 25 years old and it was a song that no one else seemed to know. Happened to be standing up front and the producer gave me the mic and pulled me up because I think I was the only one hype enough to do it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. What a wonderful experience. Incredible. So what was the lie? Yeah. I'm a vegetarian. It's the meatloaf. Sorry, Abuelita. Uh, well, I'm there with you. I do love meatloaf, but I am also a vegetarian now because I found out that by doing that, you can live a lot longer. So, yeah. I'm trying Bring to it. convince her that also living a vegetarian life it will make you live longer. But um, I'm working on it. But, you know, it's all right. Everybody's got journey. <laughs> um, hey, I'm open to that as yes. well. I'm very young. Yes, very you are. Young. Shade, take us away. All right. I have five pets. I have never broken a bone. And I was in a book for why I want to be president. These are incredible. I just want to say. I just want to tell these beautiful ladies, you're amazing liars. <laughs> yes, because I can't get it. But on this one, because of Los Angeles and because of restrictions, I'm going to go with the five pets. That's your lie. I mean, no. So you would be right. Like, my landlord does not know that I have five pets, oh! but I do have five pets. <laughs> well, your landlord knows now. <laughs> I don't think my landlord keeps up with me like that, to be very real with you. Is he my age? Is he single? Good looking? Any? No, he's no. awful. I wrote him like a 20-page email a couple weeks ago. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. Thank you. So what was the lie? The lie was that I've never broken a bone. <gasps> mm. Wow. So how many have you broken then? I mainly break my toes. I was like a swimmer in school and we would like break our toes a lot. Okay, that had to hurt. Ow, 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 There's not that there's not there's not much you can do about it. Like like you break a toe and you kind of just have to walk it off. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I am shook. Y'all did incredible for this round. I am in awe. Absolutely. And Abuelita has not gotten it right. No. But it's just that, you know, these ladies know how to say it and I believe everything they say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Abuelita and I now wanna just uh, hear a little bit more about all y'all's love life. Let's do a little bit of a round table of questions that everyone will get to answer. So question number one, what is the worst dating advice you've ever received? And did do you follow it or did you trash it? Jack? Uh, trashed it, of course. Uh, yes. But the dating advice that I was like, given like very young, probably in high school was just to just find a guy that is the one that's like making fun of you because he's sure to be the one that likes you. <gasps> oh my gosh. Surprise, I'm gay as fuck, so it didn't work out. Bless, 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 bless. It's like when you tell uh, a young lady that the boy hits you mm. because he likes you. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No one should put their hands on you. No, it doesn't happen. Michelle, do you, do you think of something there? I, I see you uh, ready and to just spill it out. <laughs> Uh, also, definitely did not follow the worst dating advice I ever received was to always let the male pay. And no, because I make my own money. Hells yeah, you do. Bless. Shade, go for it. I was going to say that I came out when I was in like sixth grade. I It was the Beyonce Shakira Beautiful Liar music video <gasps> that did it for me. Love you. Love you, um, ladies. <laughs> And my dad said it's just a phase. And I think he was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So didn't follow yeah. the like just move on advice. Incredible. What is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done on a date? 
Oh, yeah. Sade, go for it. Someone took me to a courtside basketball game and I vomited in my mouth, swallowed it, and still kissed them afterwards. <laughs> that was... That, that's, that's my worst, yeah. Not even a piece of gum? No, I got like another drink in the middle. It wasn't like I like jumped into it. I like washed my mouth out in the bathroom like a normal person. Okay. That's what's up. All right. Hells yeah. That's Bounce handling. Back. That's handling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michelle? If that's a hard act to follow. That's I'm embarrassed for you and I don't get embarrassed very easily. I think that's the problem here. I also was recently sick on a date, but not by my own fault. There was a woman next to me. It was a concert and she was like, hey, drink some of my wine and poured a <gasps> tablespoon into my cup. And 15 minutes later, I was vomiting, having the Uber pull over. I don't know what kind of party she was having, but wow. Wow. was not the same kind of party I was interested in. So that was pretty embarrassing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that was kind of dangerous, though. Yeah. To drink what someone else is giving you. Mm-hmm. I would have just thrown it away. I go, hey. Back off. I had a whole cup of rosé. It was a tricky situation. Oh, I would have had her buy me another one. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't take that kind of... That would be for what I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, I'm sorry that you were sick. How about you, Jack? Mine is like less bodily fluid. I hope that's... <laughs> <laughs> this is more of like a transportation, like LA type of thing, but... This person that I tried to go on a first date with, they were just like, yeah, we seem to be in the same area, like West LA, like let's like meet at Starbucks. And first of all, I was like, what the fuck, Starbucks? Like, the hell is this? Like, why are we going to Starbucks? Like, why don't we go to like one of those like overpriced, like cute (laughs) cafes where I spend $7 on a macadamia nut latte and I feel cute and I get my little treat. And I like, I'm like, wow, I really don't need therapy like after this. So they said Starbucks and I was like, okay, like Starbucks, like on Santa Monica, thinking that like, of course, like I would pick the right Starbucks on Santa Monica Boulevard, which is like so long. And there's a bunch of Starbucks anyways. I went to like probably two different Starbucks before I finally asked like, hey, like, I don't know which Starbucks you mean. Which one is it? And like by that time, I was like late by like more than 30 minutes. So they just are like, mm, let's like, let's not meet up. And I'm like, you know what? Like the vibes weren't there anyway. So it's Dang, fine. But, that was not nice. No, no, no. I think like I truly like didn't want to like do it because if I really wanted to figure out like which Starbucks they were at, I probably would have asked first thing rather than just like keep trying mm-hmm. on my own and not say anything. So it worked out. It was kind of a 50-50 thing then. It was just not meant to be. Yeah, I was definitely embarrassed and I had to apologize, but it it worked out. So did you get yourself a treat to save the embarrassment? Oh, absolutely. Like each Starbucks I was going into, I was getting something anyway. (laughs) Oh my goodness. All right. So let's go to some more, I guess, like personal Mm. ones. Our main dater here enjoys a real good meal. Yummy, yummy. Imagine you've got to whip one up for them. What's for dinner? Jack? I love making homemade pasta. It became like my thing during the lockdown because, you know, we all like reverted into like these really weird like domestic (laughs) hobbies. Like I was making bread. I was like doing all this shit, but I would do a homemade pasta, rigatoni, make it a spicy rigatoni with vodka. (gasps) I would probably do a focaccia bread and then just go to Trader Joe's for some wine. That's my go-to. Dang. Incredible. I'm hungry. Who else wants to hop in? Michelle? I think I'm also going Italian. My mom's Italian and taught me to make a really mean red sauce. So 
Got to go red sauce, got to go meatless meatballs, probably, so we can enjoy together, you know, a little lighter on the body, save room for dessert, you know what I mean? Ooh, okay. So date? All right, so for dates, like people that I am like getting to know, I make risotto with scallops or lobster tails if we're like Whole Foods is like really fancy. A big risotto fan with mushrooms, but when I like get to know somebody, I am Nigerian, so I will cook Nigerian food. I cook Nigerian foods on Sundays. So I like make people like stew and fufu and like all of the traditional stuff and make sure they like can hang with the fam. (sighs) Amazing. Incredible. Wow, this is going to be tough. Are you kidding me? It's going to be tough. We're going to do some deliberation. (laughs) Court is in session. All right. When we get back, Abuelita will send one contestant back home and we'll play some more games before picking a winner or winners. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top 
of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Day My Hourly the First. Oh my goodness gracious, Courtney, do we have a meal for you? Uh, this is a full appetizer, entree, dessert situation. Italian. Sauce on the side. <laughs> uh, wow, what a treat. Well, Courtney, after everything that you've heard, what tickles your fancy or who? I think the deal stealer was when Jack said, Oh my goodness. I feel Jack's fire. I feel it. I mean, I'm a Gemini. I've known since like time immortal that Gemini and Aries are like, goes the air and the fire. We're here. So the bowling alley burlesque club, I was like, that's what I'm talking about. That's the shit I'm talking about. Uh, Jack's reaction when I asked her about the polyamorous situation, it was lovely. She is open, she is ready, she is willing, and I think it would be just an amazing connection. Uh, But of course, I have to think about uh, the other two and what they have to offer, and uh, let's see what happens. Abuelita has it, and I think definitely, Jag, we're vibing with that. I feel that all that excitement, all those like memories, all these things, Jag definitely can provide and is very excited to bring it. <laughs> oh, Rashad had me with the trading songs. I was like, I love doing that. That's like that intimacy part. So I'm like, <laughs> maybe we'll find each other and like send each other playlists or just like YouTube links. I mean, like once again, tough decision, but we can always keep to you know empower everyone to that's true. <laughs> So, Abuelita, sadly, it's time for one of these cuties to hit the road. Who are you going to send packing? You know, Mivico, this is very tough. Mm -hmm. Abuelita has a big heart. Mm -hmm. And you are each incredible, talented, amazing people. But Abuelita noticed that there was a little thing behind the scenes that was going on that caught my attention about a couple of our contestants. And you know what? Because of that, and because my heart is telling me to, and I appreciate you greatly, I must let you go, Michelle. (sighs) Thank you, thank you for being part of this amazing journey. Thanks so much, y'all. All right, all right, all right. After the break, we'll have another game and Abuelita's final decision for a date with Courtney. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. 
State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Date My Abuelita First. Okay, so Sade and Jack, we're gonna have this little last round of Would You Rather? And from this, we'll see what happens. Just, you know, one more round of games away from Abuelita picking our winner. All right, so would you rather have to get the name of Every person you've ever kissed tattooed on you or only be able to kiss... The other one. (laughs) (laughs) The other one. Absolutely the other one. (laughs) Well, or be only be able to kiss people you've already kissed before for the rest of your life. I guess everybody... Yeah, there we go. I would rather die. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like a secret, like third option? (laughs) I mean... No. Can you choose where it's... Can you hide it? I think you can make it intricate, right? Like, I I already have a partial sleeve, so we can just, like, work them in. We can, like, do something. Yeah, I love it. We'll figure it out. Okay, okay, so tattoos then. Well, there you go. Okay, first of all, you two are... 
too dang cute. You just are. <laughs> it's like incredible. If you could see, can they see each other? Yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I thought they could only see us. This is what Abuelita still needs to learn in the technology world. Okay, but I do have a question. Now, would you rather accidentally like an old photo of your ex on Instagram or accidentally send a naughty text to a relative? Jack? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Definitely liking something on yeah. Instagram, though. I would have to unblock every single one of my exes to do that. But I would choose that over like sending a naughty or risky text to like my family. That just like makes you feel so cringy. I love this. There's such a backstory here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> and you today? I have like people's old photos. I think I've liked someone's like two-year-old photo in the past three months. Incredible. So that one. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. All right. So for the rest of your life, would you rather have your partner's chaperone every date you go on or have your partner in the bathroom with you every time you go? Wait, so you're saying like kitchen table poly, but yeah, really intense. Really intense. That for the first one. First I, it's one. Like, chaperone. It's like just threesomes, threesomes all the way out. Okay. Noted, noted. Right? <laughs> if your partner's coming on every date, you're not going to exclude them. I mean, That's they can so maybe share. It's true. It's either all in or like not at all. <laughs> you do know that Abuelita is coming on your date, right? Great. <laughs> so we'll get a table for four. <laughs> It'll be five awesome. or six. Who knows? <laughs> Abuelita be coming out here as an exhibitionist. <laughs> I'm or ready a, to exhibit some behavior. I yes. Think, I think you also might be a voyager. I'm kind of just like. <laughs> it's coming. It's going to be happening. I, I really like this one. Would you rather only be able to have sex in public places or be confined to having sex in one specific place for the rest of your life? Go for it, Jack. I would probably not pick the public space thing because even though like I'm kinky and there are like situations for that, sometimes it would be hard to navigate and you could get in a lot of trouble, especially if there are people around that don't consent to like yeah. doing that. <laughs> I would say, like, public consent is, like, too important. Like, I think, like, also, like, as a kink person, like, you talk a lot about consent and, like, who can be involved. And I think I want to have sex more than the amount I could have in public. Well, times surely have changed because back then when nobody talked about it, I was able to do it in a lot of places. <laughs> oh, my goodness yes. gracious. And not be confined to just one. Can't handle that. Oh. Mm, that's Abuelita for you. Oh my God. <laughs> I love this. Okay, so would you rather adopt a British accent every time you're having a serious conversation or laugh every time someone cries? Today? The first one's funny as hell. Yeah. I love a good bit. <laughs> I think there's nothing as good as a good bit. And I think if your partner could handle you putting on a British accent for every serious conversation, like they have to be the one. <laughs> This is incredible. And you, Jack? This is a toss-up for me because I think I naturally, like, in uncomfortable situations, I'm, like, maybe not the first to just, like, cuddle someone and be like, oh, my God, it's, like, it's going to be okay or something or hold them their hand. Like, I would usually probably make, like, a joke of it first to try to, like, break the tension. I myself would probably revert to, like, the laughing every time someone cries, but, like, my heart wants me to be, like, the first thing. But I'm just going to be like, you might like your partner crash and you're like, oh, it's okay, governor. Like, that's incredible. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, I appreciate the example. Or like the love, the love Island, like, I can't believe you just mugged me off. 
That's so good. I would love to say mugged off in daily life. Oh, my God. Jack, get in it. Go with your accent. Oh, my God. Love it. So thank you all for playing. Juanita, do you think it's time for us to let our beautiful contestants in our little secret? Absolutely. All right. A little did you know that our main dater has actually been listening this whole time. I fucking knew it. I <laughs> and and here's the thing. We just we're really loving both of y'all's energy. We're really also sensing kind of like a gorgeous like spark moment, connection. banter, connection with both of y'all. And we just want to bring in our main dater Courtney onto the table and have all three of you meet cuz uh it's pretty great. Yeah. It's Awanita. time. Oh, hi. There you go. <laughs> hello, hello Courtney, meet Jen. Jack meets Sade. This is lit. This is it. Like, once again, wow, I believe the wow, we go like, wow. <laughs> the talent. I'm ready to have a good kiki time. Like, yes, top tier. All the Gen Z phrases <laughs> to describe <laughs> how awesome this situation is. Like, well, we're ready to make you happy, Courtney. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm into it. This is awesome. This is going to be like, such a hot girl summer. I love this. Abuelita, tell us why you think that these two folks should have stayed in until the very end and not have to choose one. Go for it. Well, you know, Abuelita can do just about anything she wants. <laughs> yes. And when you see on the screen three powerful, amazing human beings who in every sense of the word connect and they are smiling at the opportunity, at the tomorrow that everything brings. How can one separate any of them? So for my decision today, you all three will be dating. Period. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm into it. So welcome to your new relationship. <laughs> Thank you. This is it. So we're getting married. Happy Pride. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Well, what do you think, Courtney? Your decision is spot on. It was a tough choice. Like, I'm like, we're all hanging out. I have capacity. I'm Polly. <laughs> I think also that Jack and Sade, you guys have had the best connection on the screen. We've been watching you. We've been paying attention to your reactions. Tell me why. I was literally like, okay, if Sade and I like do not get picked, I'm asking them out. Like, Oh, I was um, like, I didn't realize, not to be horrible, like I don't read my emails, but I didn't know what was going on. So I was like, oh, this is so fun. Everyone's so hot. (laughs) (laughs) It's a win-win situation for everybody, really. Yeah, it was so hard watching like you two, like Kiki, because I was like, I agree. (laughs) Okay, so we'll do something fun. (laughs) Jack, what do you think about this? I'm absolutely excited. Let's hang out. Let's do something. Oh, Shade, what do you think? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm in. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm very happy for the three of you, and I hope you have an amazing time together. And uh, thank you for joining us on Date My Abuelita First. Now it's time for the virtual date. Can I go? Maybe I should go. No, no. Abuelita, this is not for you. It's for me. It's about me now. Listen. I was hovering over Shonda's like little like square and I'm like, okay, last name. I was literally typing it into Instagram. I'm like, how can I find this person if, like, <laughs> we, if we both lose? Like if we both lose, but like we're all winning. You know, like the Jubilee dating? 
What is that? Can you tell oh me? Oh my God. That? Like they like do like YouTube dating shows. It's like they did Tinder oh, swiping yes. in real I've life. Heard of those. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I did one of those and afterwards, like everyone just hooked up. It was great. Oh my gosh. Wait, how did you find out about that? I'm like really talkative and on social media. I love this. I heard you mention, Jack, that you're like on the west side. I'm in Culver, so oh, that is like the orientation. Oh, cool. I'm in Mid City. Okay, I'm in Sawtell, like Sawtell, West LA. I all like the Asian boba spots and stuff. Love Sawtell. Fuck yeah, always on Sawtell. Okay, so we're on Sawtell then, and then we're gonna. I love West Side Yes Club. (laughs) Yes, club in general. Like that's what I was thinking too. I was like, I feel like I can shake ass with them, like hang out with them. Yes, please. I don't like like going out clubs with guys. I go to strip clubs with the girls. Yeah, like and it's so much more fun too. Like so, let's do it. I'm into it. Yeah. Like Highland, it's Highland Park Bowl. So it's like the oldest bowling alley, like in LA, but it's like still being used. It's really cool. If you guys are interested in going there, we can also hit up Blind Barber right after. I know they have Blind Barber in Culver City, which I love, which is like a speakeasy, but they play really good, like early thousands hip hop and mostly like hip hop and like R&B. At least when I go, when we set it up, hopefully it'll be a day where they're playing that music. Uh, that is all the heat we can handle this week, folks. Check back in next week as we meet our next nieto, nieta, niete, and abuelita plays matchmaker once more. And remember to subscribe to Date My Abuelita First wherever you get your podcasts. Date My Abuelita First is a production from WV Sound and iHeartMedia's My Cultura Podcast Network, hosted by me, Vico Ortiz, joined by the fabulous Liliana Montenegro. Date My Abuelita First is produced by Leo Clem, Nico Raquel, and Luigi Villanueva. Our executive producers are Wilmer Valderrama, Leo Clem, and Nico Raquel at WV Sound. This episode was edited by Sean Tracy and Nico Raquel. The original artwork for this show was created by Mac McLean. This episode features original music by Gabe Lopez and Alvaro Morello. Special thanks to our team of Cupids at WV Entertainment. Thank you also to our hopeful romantics this week, Courtney, Michelle, Sade, and Jack. Additional thanks to Salt and Lime Media. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. See you next week. And in the meantime, don't do anything Abuelita wouldn't do. Just do it better. Besitos. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men... 
How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts the Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 